Hey, this is Misha from the future. Ooh. Just uh, real quick, I wanted to let y'all know, if you haven't heard already, we're launching our podcast into some form of hive mind. We're calling it the Whisper Forge. And we actually put out a brand new audio drama called The Far Meridian. First two episodes are out now, and episode three actually drops tomorrow, June 19th. You can grab that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like, and you can find links to all our new and upcoming shows at whisperforge.org. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to Time Lapse. Your future self says, um, oh god, oh my god, well, it was so cool. In the, never mind. I'm Dan Manning. And I'm Misha Stanton. How's your day? My day is super great. I'm really excited for this new episode of Time Lapse. We are doing uh, something we were going to try to cover in the first season, and we didn't quite get to it, so we're going to do it here. Finally, here it is, 12 Monkeys. You excited to talk yeah, about 12, 12 Monkeys, Dan? 12 Monkeys? Yeah, 12 Monkeys. Didn't the, you prepare? The movie? Yeah, the, the movie and the first season of the TV show. It was your homework. Um, I uh, so, so they're in Baltimore? And it's the the they're the in Baltimore. Right? Yeah, they're in Baltimore, right? Aren't they in Baltimore? Yeah, you're that's, right. That's the I, I I didn't watch it. You didn't was, watch Dan. We were supposed to do Twelve Monkeys today. I'm they've been playing Zelda the whole time. Okay, that's kind of fair, I guess. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I guess we can. I mean, Zelda has some time travel in it. It does, and I. I may have accidentally prepared for Zelda instead, so... Oh, this was a bit. It was a bit this whole time. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we're talking The Legend of Zelda, a game franchise produced by Nintendo. You may have heard of it. It's been around for my whole life. As long as we have been alive, there have been Zelda games. 31 years this year. Wow, that's even older than us. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. They celebrated their 30th anniversary last year. I have a little 30th anniversary 8-bit Link Amiibo. It's really nice. Oh, do you have to put it? We can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different show. So I don't play a ton of video games. I like me some indie walk-em-ups. So I have not gotten around to playing a bunch of Zelda games. So Daniel... Tell me about the Zelda games. Well, um, Zelda has, uh, I mean, the most famous Zelda game, Ocarina of Time, is very time travel heavy, and many of its sequels are, and Zelda kind of has like a timeline that it's built up over years. So what you're saying is 31 years ago, there was a Zelda 1, and now there's a Zelda 2 and 3, and they've just been in a linear sequence like that, right? Not even a little bit. Okay, so here's a fun fact that you're going to hate. In Zelda 2, Adventure of Link, the Link that you play is the same Link, but you save a different Princess Zelda because apparently, eons ago, the Prince of Hyrule, Zelda's brother, wanted the power of the Triforce for himself, so he hired a wizard to torture Zelda until she gave up the location of the Triforce, and she didn't, so then he put her into a magical slumber, and then because of that, all future Hylian royal daughters have to be named Zelda. Okay, two things. A, what? B, you just said a lot of things without explaining to anybody who's never played Zelda what Zelda is. Of the ten of you who haven't heard the plot of The Legend of Zelda, there is a boy with a green tunic named Link who saves the Princess Zelda of Hyrule from the evil Ganon, who is usually depicted as an enormous pig beast or a regular dude named Ganondorf, depending on what game you've done. There are many of these games. Almost all of them feature that exact premise. Sometimes you change Ganon 
Ganon for Ganondorf, or Demise, or Vati, or Molduga? Ag- Aganim? I don't know. So it's a game about time loops, right? You're re- reliving a time loop where you just play the same character and you do it over and over and over. No, that's the time travel. No, there's different. There's there's different games. There's different high rules. They're all set at different times. It's 31 years of the same game over and over, set at different times, but not released sequentially. Okay, so Ocarina of Time is is the <laughs> fulcrum where all of this swings against. Um, Ocarina of Time features a young boy. When I say Link, you actually name him. In the new one, you don't. He's just named Link. Preparing for this, I was watching a, a playthrough of all the cutscenes of Skyward Sword because I never played that game because waggle controls suck. And the Let's Play that I watched, the person's name for Link was Scott. So I was just hearing all of this stuff about like, oh, Scott, you have to save Hyrule. Oh, thank you, Scott. You you helped me so much. It was really funny. Because Scott and Zelda. Yeah, because Scott and Zelda is like, you know. Like the Fitzgeralds. Yeah. Ha! No, I was not actually thinking that. I was just going for Wait. it. Wait, when you wrote that on the outline, you weren't expecting a F. Scott Fitzgerald? No, I, I ab- absolutely wasn't. Da- okay, this is not a bit Daniel, really? Yeah, no, I straight up wasn't. I just thought it was funny that his name was Scott. Daniel. Okay, I, I knew what you were saying, and now I do actually feel very bad about it. Um, so uh, it features a young forest boy named Link. The Princess Zelda is kidnapped by a mysterious desert bandit named Ganondorf. And Link has to take a sacred ocarina called the Ocarina of Time. Oh, they said it. Yeah, the, they the said that the they they say the thing they, ah. in the you have it. You, it's like a thing that you have. And so in order to get the magic sword, he has to get these three stones. He gets the three stones, opens the temple of time, withdraws the master sword from the temple of time, and then seven years pass. He's kept in the sacred realm for seven years so he can grow up and then uh, be old enough to wield the master sword. Okay, so we've talked about this before, where how this. Kind kind of time travel isn't actually time travel. It's just kind of like falling asleep, Rip Van Winkle style. No, and it doesn't. It doesn't convey information to the past, and so it doesn't change the past. Well, you can put the Master Sword back in its pedestal, and that will actually send you back in time seven years in order to do things. Oh, so now we're in time lapse territory. Yeah, and you learn a song uh, from a guy in the future, and then you go back in time and teach it to him in the past. Nice, and that's how you learn the future. Some classic time lapse stuff. There's a dungeon that you have to complete halfway through as adult link and then you have to go back in as child link when it's less dilapidated and then do things there and then you have to go back at the very end and you have to like set up some puzzles as child link so that future adult link can finish them cool yeah cool. it's some cool stuff so is he going back and changing time right because link experiences that dungeon once and the things he needs aren't set up yet and then you go back and change them and then you go forward so it's a mutable timeline. Yeah, it is It is a mutable timeline, yes. Okay. There's essentially two timelines. At the end of the game, spoilers, you save the Princess Zelda and defeat Ganon. Oh my god. Shocker. And then Princess Zelda as an adult is like, yo dog, if you go back in time and tell everyone that Ganondorf is like a bad dude and a shitty advisor to the king, we don't have to go through all of this nonsense. So I'm just going to send you back in time so you can do that. So if you tell Zelda about Ganon in the past then none of the adult parts are bad and need to happen. Yes, but that timeline still exists. Oh, parallel. Yeah, there are in fact two timelines because of what happened here, and that has big ramifications for future Zelda games. It would have a ramification on past Zelda games, but a couple years ago they released uh, a book called The Hyrule Historia that puts all of these games into a timeline. This I've actually seen because I actually did prepare like a tiny Yeah, bit no, it's it, it, Misha has played a Zelda game before. I played like an Zelda game. You played like a couple? I played Oracle of Seasons. Yeah. Uh, it was good. 
Yeah, but so Link goes back in time and it creates two timelines. It technically creates three timelines. There's a timeline where Link goes back in time as a child and then he goes and does Majora's Mask, which I'm going to get to in a second. And then there's some more stuff. Twilight Princess happens in that timeline. Okay. Um, And I think Four Swords Adventures also does, but it really just looks like they just dumped that one in there because it was like a dumb side story. Like Four Swords Adventures was like a co-op game they made for the GameCube that everyone had to have their own... Everyone had to have their own GBA and connect it to, with a link cable to the GameCube, and they played on their own GBAs. It was kind of dumb. It was like to sell some GBA cables, huh? I mean, I had it. I played through all of it so alone. Th- so this timeline, the, the tri- where you tell Zelda about Ganon as a child. Yes. This is the Majora's Mask timeline and the Twilight Princess timeline. Yes. Okay. You tell everyone about Ganon, and then Ganon stands trial for his crimes and is then cast away to the Twilight Zone. Submitted for your approval. A time outside of time, where time travel doesn't change time for you. Where you come out later when Link is a wolf from the Twilight Zone. Well, what actually happens is that you think the whole time you're fighting this bad guy that I've forgotten because he's born. Zant, I think is his name. And anyway, it turns out at the end that like Zant has just been manipulated by Ganon. He's been here the whole time. So whatever. <laughs> you thought I was trapped in the Twilight Realm, but it was just me, Dio. Well, he was trapped in the Twilight Realm. So is Zant. And then the other timeline, Link is sent back in time, and then there's no Link, which is probably not great. Oh, because Link never becomes a hero because he doesn't have to because Ganon's already taken care of. Because that Link disappears because he was sent back in time, and then he's not there to continue being a hero, actually, is more important. That he doesn't continue to be a hero. And so then when Ganon comes back, as he inevitably does... Can't keep that sucker away. Yeah, you can't stop the Ganon. He comes back and it's terrible. It's really bad. Uh, And everyone prays for the gods to intervene. And Link's not there because he went back to be a child. But what happens to that Link? That that's a child that went on to be a child. Yeah, he doesn't grow up seven years to become a different Link to save that world. No, that okay. So what happens is when Link takes the the master sword from the pedestal, he disappears basically. And he doesn't reappear until seven years later to do the timeline things. Basically, they use the sacred realm as like as like a, a black room that you he can jump in and out of timelines with without breaking like a weird continuity thing. Okay. I have a couple issues, but we'll keep going. Okay. So the, the Hylians pray for rain and... To, to wash the Ganon away? Yeah, to wash the Ganon away. So they flood the world. And that's what happens in Wind Waker. Right. Wind Waker's the one with the boats. Yeah. Wind Waker's the cartoony one with the boats. It's really good. It was the one I grew up on. There is a really powerful moment in the middle of Wind Waker. Once you've kind of figured out the first group of temples, you go deep under the sea and deep under the sea, you find old Hyrule and you find the old temple of time. And it's this big reveal that, oh my God, this has been Hyrule the whole time. It's not just some ocean. It's things were terrible and they had to flood the world. The fact that Link was there in the green tunic didn't didn't tip them off. I mean, they say, oh, this is the tunic of the ancient hero, but they don't call the world Hyrule. They call the world the Great Sea because there's nothing but ocean. In that timeline, Link is working with a pirate, Tetra. I want to take a quick side journey because I want to talk about Tetra for a second. She's a pirate who helps you out in the beginning of the game. Not helps you out, but she's... She's a cool pirate lady. And then when you find out that this is always Hyrule this whole time, you find out that Tetra is also the real Zelda and she becomes Zelda. And there's this big scene where your boat, who is also the ghost of the king of Hyrule, for some so reason. Tetra's dad. Yeah, Tetra's dad. You're, the boat is Tetra's dad? Yeah, the boat is Tetra's dad. 
And he's like, oh, Tetra, you're Zelda. Now you become Zelda. And there's like a magical girl moment where she transforms into Zelda. And like, they basically give her a princess Zelda dress and more troublingly make her white because she's kind of a brown tan lady before. And then when she becomes Zelda, she's been purified. She's white now. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's really not great. Uh, I find it very frustrating. And then she like stays that way as like a, just a cool pirate lady with who's also dressed like princess zelda so the adult timeline where link disappears that's the wind waker timeline that's also the phantom hourglass timeline yes at the end of wind waker they set off in search of a new place and then in phantom hourglass they find it and they call it new hyrule aptly and then a long time passes and then you have the legend of zelda spirit tracks which takes place in new hyrule which is actually really fun you have like a train it's cool i don't know i like it i'm a big zelda (laughs) fan um so then there's the third timeline which actually like appeals to me kind of where where you don't beat ocarina of time where you just where you die and you don't complete the game ganon kills you because you know because that happens that happens to you as you play the game Mm -hmm. i really like that i think that's a time travel split that only a video game could do yeah i think that's really good i have some issues with the timeline because it's definitely an attempt by nintendo like with uh twilight princess and wind waker that those came out after ocarina they made like a concerted effort to make sure that those fit in the timeline and have their own like places but for this third defeated timeline it's just kind of where they trash everything else that came before that that's where the original zelda is that's where zelda 2 is that's where link to the past oracle of ages and seasons and link's awakening take place oh so it's the garbage timeline yeah it's the garbage timeline not to say those games are garbage other than adventure of link no but that's where you throw all the plot points that don't make sense it's the garbage yeah it's the garbage one okay um and i'm gonna circle around back on that to just really cement in how much i don't like adventure of Link. Okay, so now there's a couple of prequel games, right? Yes, that, there that, are. That take place before Ocarina of Time. Yes, there's Skyward Sword, which deals with the creation of Hyrule and the whole fact that this keeps happening. They kind of establish that the goddess Hylia, in order to blah, 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 plot reasons, um, reincarnates herself into Zelda. Like, that's why we have a Zelda is that she is an incarnation of the goddess Hylia and the sacred hero is uh, the sacred hero. Always Link. Link. Always Link. And then there's the eternally, like he's in, uh, in uh, the Green Lantern thing, in the Green Lantern canon, who is, what's yellow? There's like a, the, the bad yellow force. Oh, Parallax or something? Yeah, Parallax. They're, they have a version of that called Demise. And he's got, like, flashy orange hair and is... And that's Ganon. Yeah, and that's Ganon. It's, like, pre-Ganon. Oh, cool. So it's, like, proto-Zelda. Yes, it's, like, prehistoric Zelda. Gotcha. I'm into Um, it. After the first Zelda came out, the second Zelda was about, like, a Zelda from eons ago. And then Link to the Past came out, and that is a prequel to that game. And then Ocarina of Time was supposed to be a prequel for the whole series that got everything started. And then the Game Boy games, Minish Cap, and Four Swords are a prequels to that those two are kind of about how the master sword gets there okay so we've got prehistory we've got the majora's mask twilight princess timeline we've got the wind waker phantom hourglass timeline and we've got the garbage timeline right. tell me where the new game breath of the wild fits into all this i'm ready uh i don't think you are because there are a lot of answers the short answer uh, is it doesn't fit anywhere come on okay okay so because i'm a really big zelda person i can give you some really good answers 
okay, I come on, but okay. okay. So we have a few hints. First of all, they kind of make reference to the fact that this is after Ocarina of Time. I can tell you it is at least after Ocarina of Time. Okay, so it's in one of the three timelines. It is in one of those three timelines. Okay. And I have arguments for all of them. First, give me the Majora's Mask Twilight Princess timeline. Okay, there is a scene where they mention that the Master Sword has been a Skyward Sword and that it has been sent through time and then it has also been steeped in Twilight. And Twilight is obviously a big part of that game. Okay, so that, I mean, that's a pretty strong argument. They do talk about things that yeah. they only talk about in that timeline. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me about the Wind Waker Phantom Hourglass timeline. Uh, I want to put a pin in that and I want to get back to that later because that is my biggest, most credible, and most batshit crazy theory. Okay, we'll come back to it. Tell me about the Defeated Hero timeline, um, the garbage I, timeline. There is a reference in Hylian on the cover where if you read... On the, on the physical game on cover. On the physical game cover, it says the Hyrule Adventure on the cover and that is the subtitle for the original game in Japanese. Okay. And also because of the way that they actually, when they were prototyping Breath of the Wild, they made a 2D version of Breath of the Wild that aped the original aesthetic of the original Legend of Zelda. So that's more of like a, a spiritual homage to that timeline, but not yes. with like concrete details in game. Yeah, like there's actually a lot of evidence to say that like they've given up on kind of this with timelines and it just takes place in the far future. Okay, we've gotten past that. I also have notes about that, but we'll come back to it because I do really want to hear your Wind Waker Phantom Hourglass timeline theory. Okay, so here's some things about this. Inside the game are the Korok, which you may remember if you played the Wind Waker, are the little foresty guys who hang out in the forest. They used to be the Kokiri, the forest children in Ocarina of Time, but have since kind of become more foresty, actually wood people. Post-apocalyptic mutant horrors. Yes, exactly. There is also the appearance of the Rito, who also appear in Wind Waker. They're bird people. Love me some bird people. And so here's my great timeline theory. So, in Breath of the Wild, there is a divine beast. The divine beasts are their versions of dungeons they're enormous robot animals that you have to climb inside and then solve like environmental puzzles with them by manipulating their various features and specifically in the first one there is a giant elephant and this elephant has been wreaking havoc because it is constantly spouting water so it is causing the area around it to rain and if it keeps raining it's going to break a dam that's going to be really bad so you have to go do it so what i'm going to argue is that Breath of the Wild takes place in an alternate timeline off of the Wind Waker pre-timeline, before that game, but in a separate timeline, where Ganon comes back and they need a hero to the end of the night, and in Wind Waker it doesn't happen, but in Breath of the Wild I think it does, and that's Breath of the Wild, and so... In the timeline where this link doesn't go and save the day, that divine beast reigns, and that's the origin of the people prayed for it to reign theory. So you're saying that the Wind Waker Phantom Hourglass timeline is also the Breath of the Wild defeated hero timeline. Yes. This is starting to sound like bullshit. I mean, it could be bullshit. In fact, it probably is. I have a lot of issues with the Hyrule Storia timeline four years before Skyward Sword came out. And I had this two timeline theory that was really good. And then Skyward Sword came out. And when Skyward Sword came out, they put in the Hyrule Historia where they really tried to fit everything in. And the problem with this timeline is that it tries to fit in every single Zelda game. They kind of throw things in there. Ocarina of Ages and Seasons. I actually think they recently moved that in an update. So you're telling me that first Hyrule Historia came out and then they did Skyward Sword and then they came out with an update that changes all of it before Breath of the Wild? 
Uh, One it was game. actually right before Breath of the Wild came out, and they still haven't played Breath of the Wild on the timeline. One game later. Yeah. Okay. This is my problem with Zelda. I'm fine with you wanting to establish your own timeline if it has three branching timelines, if it doesn't quite match up, whatever. But once you make it, you have to stick to it for like ten, like 10 years worth of games. Unless you go back in time and change it. Fuck, Dan. You got me there. Right? But I still have proof of this one. Yeah, but that's just a fragment. That's we're in a doomed timeline. I mean, we are in a doomed timeline. <laughs> you guys are listening to this technically in our future. So I assume either I am hilariously wrong or things have gotten dark. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no, I'm just going to skip past that. This is the one where we do funny time Yeah, travel. we're in the darkest timeline. Anyway, um... I just... If you're going to say something about how your timeline works, you then have to follow through on it. Otherwise, people think you're making arbitrary dumb decisions. Uh, to be fair, they kind of are making arbitrary dumb decisions. Like, I don't know, Link's crossbow training is technically somewhere in the timeline. He's in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Uh, Link, well, I mean, he's Where also- Where does that fit in the timeline? Uh, Hyrule Warriors, I can tell you, is non-canonical. That is, a, it is officially non-canonical. Okay. So tell me how this strikes you. And I know that this was the position of a lot of people before Hyrule Historia came out. I don't play that much Zelda, so this is the one I like. I like the idea that The Legend of Zelda- is the Earth story of all civilizations on Hyrule or this place, and that it's just the one story they tell each other, like the monomyth, where the idea that like all stories are just one story. Misha, are you are you arguing that something is is like the monomyth? I'm arguing that the concept of the Legend of Zelda in the Legend of Zelda universe is the monomyth. Like they have the concept of the monomyth, only they call it the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, there's the hero of. Time, winds, shadow. Um, Whatever I think, civilization yeah. is telling the story puts influence into. I take stock in that, but that's only because we also have clearly talked about this beforehand. Yeah, that's the right interpretation. That's the better one because, than this timeline nonsense. Because it's the only other option is timeline nonsense. Clown shoes timeline nonsense. Yeah, and that gets on our every last nerve. All that said... I do really want to play Breath of the Wild. Can I please borrow it? When I get every shrine, I have not gotten every shrine yet. <laughs> okay, that's going to do it for this episode of Time Lapse. Thank you for uh, listening to the program. You probably heard about us because we do a thing called Ars Paradoxica. It's on hiatus, but go check it out anyway. Um, thanks to Eno Friedman Broadman, who lets me use his song Leather Ice Cream as the uh, song that starts our show. You can talk to us on the internet. I'm at Manuel Danning on Twitter and Tumblr, and Misha is at Misha, etc. Uh, please also send your mailbag questions to timelapsepod at gmail.com. We'll get to them in the season finale. Thanks for checking us out. We'll be back in two weeks where we're talking about another time travel, watchy, reedy, play lookaloo. Yep. All right. Uh, until then, uh, have a nice time. Laps. Damn it! A product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and storm.